For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome uh, to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you on Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Great to be with you as we come to the conclusion of 2022 and all of the associated matches and drama of the last year. We are now into the end run of the silly season. Instead of the normal 10 matches, we unfortunately only have eight due to COVID cancellations. But don't worry. Plenty of time for me to take you through the complete menu of all the matches coming up. Whether it's uh, New Year's Day, January 2nd, or Monday, January 3rd, I'll take you through all of them. Then we have a little break. I'll take you through the calendar. But let's look at what is happening as we get ready. All right, welcome back, little Iggy and the Stooges, to keep you entertained as uh, we get ready to get into the meat of the show. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio. Uh, if you listened to the show uh, earlier on in the week, I gave you all of my predictions for the Boxing Day and then the 28th, the 29th, the 30th of December. I gave you uh, all of my predictions uh, for all of those matches, for the midweek matches. Well, I'm going to go through and see how I did. If you took my advice and you went over, though, to betonline.ag, you will not be disappointed. Because, folks, I have been betting on sports casually. I mean, I'm not a big money sports better. Let me make that clear right now. Um, I have been betting on sports for a long time. And the place that I go is betonline.ag. They have a brand new website that is really terrific. They have more odds, props, and bets than ever before. And it's easier to navigate than ever before. It's easy to get your funds in. It's easy to get your money out. Never had an issue with them, ever. They are truly the place you want to be when you go to make a bet on sports. They are the online sportsbook experts. So whether you're wanting to bet on gridiron football or college football or baseball or basketball or the NHL or the Olympics or, as we discuss here, Soccer, and they've got everything you want. The Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, uh, Liga 1, um, the Bundesliga, uh, all the uh, UEFA tournaments. They've got the Champions League. They've got the Europa League. They've got the Nations League. Uh, and by the way, isn't that going to get exciting as it becomes a, uh, uh, a UEFA Conmebol face-off? I'm looking forward to that. But they have everything. So head over there right now. 
they're going to give you a 50% bonus on your first deposit. A 50% bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and um, you will come away a winner before you do anything with a 50% bonus. All right, well, why don't I go back over the matches that I had given you for midweek. And I am sorry to say my, my picks were not the greatest. Uh, there were certainly some upsets, and we're going to talk about those uh, for sure here. Um, but let's take a look and, uh, and and do it, shall we? Let's start with the matches on the 28th. Crystal Palace, Norwich. Well, I said Crystal Palace, Norwich was going to be Crystal Palace. The scoreline of 3-0. It was actually 3-1. Crystal Palace was good. Um, the next one, Southampton, Spurs. I said that Spurs were going to win. That was actually a draw. That draw would have paid plus 255, by the way. So I got that one wrong. Watford, West Ham United. I said West Ham were going to win, and they did indeed. And then Liverpool, Leicester. I said Liverpool were going to win. In point of fact, Liverpool lost. Big shock there. On Wednesday, Chelsea, Brighton. Well, I said Chelsea were going to win, and at minus 235, odds makers with me, by the way, just as they were with Liverpool at minus 260. But it was a draw, so that was a big surprise. And then Brentford, Man City, I said Man City were going to win with a scoreline of 4-0. Well, Man City did win. It was not a great game for Man City. They won only 1-0 at Brentford Community Stadium. Uh, so I got that one uh, I got that one correct. So there we go. So uh, so far, I am 3 for 3, 50%. Everton, Newcastle. I said that was going to be a draw on the 30th. And uh, that game did not actually play because of COVID. That was a cancellation. And Man United, Burnley, I said United were going to win 4-0. They actually won 3-1. Uh, so let's see. I got 1, 2, 3, 4 uh, correct. I got 1, 2, 3, 4 wrong. So there you go. I am exactly 50%, which if you know about sports betting, does not make you a winner. You've got to be at least 53% to be a winner at sports betting. So um, I apologize for that. But don't worry. Don't worry. We've got all sorts of matches to talk about coming up on New Year's Day, uh, January 2nd, January 3rd. I'm going to give you those picks on all of them. Uh, but there were some pretty big upsets, actually, of which probably the two biggest clearly were Chelsea's draw with Brighton, which I don't think anybody had that in their bets. Because Brighton really had been struggling. I mean, they did come off a win against Brentford. But, you know, Brightford, uh, Brightford, <laughs> Brighton had only won one match since uh, September. They've become a bit of a draw specialist. So maybe it shouldn't have been a surprise. And they are now t currently the team with the most draws, Brighton and Southampton, that they drew but I, I think the surprise was the fact that, you know, a team that's conceded 18 goals managed to keep Chelsea out. So that was a surprise. But in hindsight, was it really that much of a surprise? Because Chelsea have had a bit of a, you know, a rocky road the last five matches uh, with two draws against Everton and uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers. So that's... Mm, I, I probably, if I'd given that more thought... I, I may have picked a draw, but I still probably would have picked Chelsea. So that was definitely a big upset. And then, of course, Liverpool losing their second match of the season against Leicester City. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with Liverpool. I, I've heard people say, you know, they are 
having a bit of a wobble and they're not looking as comfortable as this, that, and the other. But, you know, the fact is, is that since the beginning of November when they lost against uh, against West Ham, they'd won every match but one. And that was a 2-2 draw at Spurs against Spurs, which in and of itself isn't a bad result because this is not the Tottenham Hotspur team of earlier in the season. That team ended at the end of October. They are now basically unbeaten. So, I'm not saying Liverpool is a wobble. They definitely had an off day. There's no doubt about it. They had loads of shots on goal. They had loads of possession. They had tons of corners, uh, lots of free kicks. Uh, They just couldn't break Leicester down, and it was almost like they were just looking for that wonderful Salah moment that has rescued them for so long. But it is time, you know, they've got to stop relying so much on Salah. They have incredible front guys with, you know, um, Mane and Jota and Firmino and, you know, a very good mid... uh, Well, I won't say very good, a, a, a good midfield. They've got to try to look away from Salah. Let Salah draw players to him and create space. And I, and I think that's just a little fatigue climbing in, if anything. And I'm going to talk about Liverpool's schedule here in the next segment because I think if you're a Liverpool supporter, you're going to be happy with the way this is unfolding in terms of uh, the next uh, segment of the season. Remember, there are 38 games played in this season, and currently we are 19, uh, 19 matches in. And guess what, folks? That's halfway through the season. So a a big result, and a big result, by the way, for Leicester City, who have really had a not-great season. I mean, they've lost seven matches so far. You've got to go down to, you know, Aston Villa and uh, Watford and Newcastle. And by the way, Burnley have only lost seven matches on the season. So, I mean, they have not been having a good season at all. And they kept coming off that uh, 6-3 win uh, loss against City. You know, and we should have kept that in mind. Y- yeah, they went down in flames 6-3 to City um, on Boxing Day. But, you know, scoring three goals against Man City is, is not too shabby, by the way. They beat Newcastle 4-0 before then. And then they were beat by Leicester City. And they drew Southampton. Uh, and they beat Watford 4-2. You know, so I, I think Leicester City are coming out of their doldrums. And I think Liverpool, they caught Liverpool on a on a soft day for Liverpool and a good day for Leicester, and they got a result. And it was, you know, that was the result. I, I, I don't think they played particularly great football, uh, but they played good enough football to win, and that's what counts. That drives them up to ninth place, which I know will take a little bit of pressure off Brendan Rodgers. Not that I ever thought he really was under any pressure whatsoever. All right, this is World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Uh, I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back with more after these messages. To wrap up the year in the world of football, the greatest drama show on earth, the English Premier League, and the Champions League, not too far behind it. Don't forget, we have the round of 16, I think around the 16th of February, kicking off. So lots of stuff to get to, lots to talk about today. As we look back on what has been a cuckoo year in the world of football, 
Uh, it's only going to get more interesting, I think, as we look forward to 2022. All right, find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. That's the best place, uh, the best way for you to reach me. Um, I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time, then again, midnight Pacific, uh, 3 a.m. on the East Coast, the second airing, if you are listening on Sports Overnight America. I'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. Such a pleasure and a privilege to be speaking with you guys uh, daily about the beautiful game. Thanks the American Forces Network. And if you're listening on one of our digital channels, iHeartRadio, tune in. The award-winning Sirius XM app. Well, folks, you know what? It's a great place to listen. And if you miss any part of the show, the podcast available as soon as the show is over at the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. All right, I'm going to step aside, gather my thoughts. I'm allowed to have at least two thoughts every day. After that, I get capped out. Um, I'm going to gather my thoughts. Be right back after the break. Let's kick it all off here. World Soccer Radio. All right, uh, welcome back. World Soccer Radio. Nick Gieber with you here on our final show of 2021. Been a great year. We're presented by betonline.ag, and I would like to thank them for their continued support throughout the year. The show would not be on the air without our great sponsors, and we appreciate each and every one of them and hope that you do too. Uh, I am picky when it comes to sponsors. By that, I mean I don't just take anybody that waves a dollar at the show. The product has to be valuable and worthwhile and of good quality, and certainly when it comes to something as as personal, I think is the best way to put it, as sports betting, they have to be entirely trustworthy. <clears throat> so when I was approached by betonline.ag, it was um, it was really very funny because actually that's where I have been doing my sports betting for a lot of years. And, and I can tell you they're trustworthy and honest and they've got good product and good odds and, and they've got special offers all the time. So do me a favor, support our sponsors, head over to betonline.ag. Uh, right now they have a promo code. Uh, just if you put in the promo code believe BLEAV50 that's BLEAV50 you can get a 50% bonus on your first deposit we are presented by betonline.ag and thankful for it been a great year uh in that regards you know covid has really sort of played havoc with um some of the joys of football and by that i mean one of the things that makes the greatest show on earth the greatest show on earth is the fact that it is fast and furious and it's 38 games and it's week in week out boom 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 punctuated only by the sort of interminable fifa breaks uh, you know where england play Liechtenstein and, and who cares covid has changed that because uh, you know it, it's just it, there are so many matches right now that are postponed, re- will be rescheduled, 
due to whatever you know due to covid that it, it it's becoming almost and i say almost unmanageable to keep track of how many games there are i'm going to give you an example i'm going to read off right now the games that have been postponed at the emirates arsenal against liverpool arsenal against wolves uh at villa uh villa against burnley okay Burnley, by the way, have had a ton of matches postponed. Burnley have had matches postponed away at Villa, home against Watford, home against Everton, home against Spurs. And if you thought that was enough, I think they've had one more in there too. I'll have to locate it. But yeah, there's one more where Burnley are out. So I mean, Burnley is crazy. That's four matches they're out. Liverpool are out, what, two matches? Against Leeds at home and away at Arsenal? I mean, it it is getting to the point where it is really disruptive. So when you look at the table right now, and you see that Man City are eight points clear of Chelsea, yeah, they are, but they have a game in hand on Liverpool. If Liverpool win that game, they're only six points clear. They have... No games in hands against us. So look, Man City are top of the table. There is no doubt. And they have been lucky in terms of the fact that they have not had, um, I want to say, any of their matches cancelled or postponed. And that is a huge advantage. Because it's always better to have the points in the bank than the games in hand. And so that is certainly playing to their strengths as we come to the end of the year. I think clearly they are the odds makers' favorites to win the Premier League at this point. I am going to go out on a limb, though, and say that I'm not sure that we can make that claim. They may be the favorites, but are they going to win? Chelsea and Liverpool are going to have something to say, despite the fact, of course, that Chelsea are playing Liverpool on Sunday. I'll give you my picks for that game when we get there. But what happens after the new year, after these games are over, after the matches on January the 3rd end? Normally we would have a longer than usual wait, but this time around we don't. We'll wait till the 11th, okay? When Southampton will play Brentford, Everton will play Leicester. So we get matches the 11th, 12th, the 14th, the 15th, the 16th. And then we have a break until the 21st, the 22nd, the 23rd, and then a break, uh, a two-week break until February. And, of course, what happens in February is we get back to some regularity and also the start of the Champions League round of 16, which happens towards the latter part of February. So that's sort of the schedule going forward. The silly season, of course, is, is kind of closing. But the transfer window is opening. And there are some seriously interesting stories moving around the world of football right now. One of the most interesting is what's happening at Chelsea right now, where it looks like, I mean, we we don't know this for sure, okay? But where there's smoke, there's fire. It could be that Thomas Tuchel is not relating as well as he should to some of his players. And I say that because their big signing, the main man, 
Romelu Lukaku has said in an interview (coughs) that he was unhappy with what he was doing at the club, with his role. And said he'd like to return to Inter in the near future. Well, hold on a minute. Chelsea just signed Lukaku. Thomas Tuchel going on record saying they don't need this nonsense. And he's quite right. Some of the other big stories that we're going to be looking at, I mean really big ones, involve Newcastle. Newcastle, as you know, in the relegation zone, hugely wealthy owners, just taken over by the Saudi investment fund, basically. And they are closing in on uh, Sven Botman from Lille, who's a a, uh, young, highly rated defender. Apparently, that is a key piece of business for them. That's being reported by the Mail. Um, Also, they're looking at Aaron Ramsey at Juve, uh, even though West Ham and Everton are interested. I think Aaron Ramsey would go to Newcastle in a minute. And they put together a monster contract. This is from Rudy Galletti from a Twitter post that he made. They put together a monster contract, quote-unquote monster contract, for Osama Dembele from Barcelona, who is unhappy there. And if you think that's not enough, they're also apparently getting ready to offer a Jordan Vertu from Roma a contract as well. It is going to be fascinating to watch what Newcastle United do here in January. I keep telling you this because it is really one of these stories. If you want to know how you build a legendary team, are you going to do it the way PSG tried to? Or are you going to do it the way the Saudis tried to? And, uh, you know, there's all these sort of inter-Gulf rivalries, right? <laughs> I mean, Qatar... No great friend of Saudi Arabia. Maybe the Saudis are saying, you see, when you buy a team, you buy it in the Premier League, and this is what you do to make it stick. In other news, Liverpool apparently interested in Bukayo Saka at at Arsenal. Um, His uh, contract expires in 2024, which is only two years from now. Um, Are they going to be able to uh, pry him away? He's a very young guy. He's 20 years old. Be a really good signing for them. And also, uh, Frank Kessie, this is very interesting to me, um, at AC Milan, he's 25 years old. His deal is expiring at the San Siro at the end of this season. Uh, That's another midfielder, uh, an interesting midfielder for Liverpool. Uh, We'll see if they do it. Uh, Barcelona also continuing to try to raid clubs for those value propositions. Americ Laporte is the guy they're looking for. This is being reported by a paper whose name I won't I won't name, but they are looking to sign him from Man City, which is interesting to me because um, some of these teams, Barcelona, because they have a big name and no money, are trying to pick out these sort of value propositions that they can get, the low-hanging fruit. Newcastle, because they have... A no name. I mean, okay, they're Newcastle, so excuse me. I, I'm no disrespect, but I mean, you know, they they don't have a name for winning tournaments, leagues, trophies anytime in recent memory. Okay, the Newcastle United, because they have no name and all sorts of money, are looking to pick the same sort of low-hanging fruit, quality, disgruntled players out from other clubs. I mean, Man United, I think, are going to be uh, their prime target. I mean, you've got guys like Jesse Lingard and Anthony Martial and Paul Pogba and all these other guys. You know, I wonder if they can be 
lured and wooed by the big money at Newcastle and promises of the future. We'll have to see. Um, so, just to wrap up this portion, by the way, welcome. Uh, it's great to have you. I hope you will be with me throughout next year as we continue to talk the beautiful game. We're presented by betonline.ag. But take a look. Just because the matches are over on the January the 3rd for this sort of New Year's silly season, the window opens, and it's going to get absolutely crazy. I know we'll be talking about that a lot. All right, when we come back, I'm going to give you my pick for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday's matches right here on World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM, as well as iHeartRadio. Tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app on the podcast at the Believe Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search World Soccer Radio. I'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back. New Year's Eve edition of World Soccer Radios. We'll take you through the weekend and all the matches. I'm Nick Gieber. We're presented by betonline.ag. Before I get into the show, I'd like to thank all of the fine people at the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM for uh, working with me, producing, helping produce, and put this show on. I also want to thank my, my crew here in Las Vegas uh, with me every day when we do the show. Thank you, guys. Really, really appreciate it. Um, we got a huge year next year, and I hope you will stay with me. And, of course, at the end of next year, we have this crazy, crazy World Cup in Qatar, <clears throat> which I'm not sure if I'm dreading or looking forward to, but we'll learn more as we get closer. We're presented by betonline.ag. You can find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. That's the best place to reach me. I wish you all a very, very safe and happy new year. Hopefully, 2022, we will be able to put the scourge of COVID behind us. But we have been saying that the last couple of new years. So we're hoping that this one will be just a little bit different. But let's start with our patented Premier League preview, pundits, picks, and prognostication show. It's all those Ps, because I like to throw them in in buckets. And let's start, shall we, at the... uh, Let's start, shall we, at uh, Arsenal Football Club. Uh, At the Emirates, excuse me. Um, Arsenal have the second best home record in the league, which is really, really interesting when you think about it. And yes, they had that horrible start to the season when they lost away at the Etihad 5-0. This is a totally different Arsenal team since that 5-0 thumping where we were talking about Arteta, you know, uh, um, losing his job and this, that, and the other. Since then, they've only lost three other matches. They lost 4-0 away at Anfield. They lost 3-2 to United in a very close match at Old Trafford. And they lost 2-1 at Goodison Park. They've won their last four matches in a row. They beat Southampton at home. They beat West Ham United at home. They beat Leeds away. And they beat Norwich 5-0 away. And now they're going to meet Manchester City, who actually have a slightly better home record. 
and who have gone unbeaten since the end of October when they lost 2-0 to Crystal Palace. And it's not just that they've gone unbeaten, they've won every single match. Ten matches in a row. Now, it's difficult for me to see Arsenal winning this match, but it's certainly not going to be 5-0, which it was what it was at the Etihad. It's I can't really even see a draw here. As Man City have put their weakness of scoring goals. This was their problem, folks. If you remember going back a month or two, <coughs> the problem Man City had is they weren't scoring enough goals. Well, they have got that right, and they've now the top goal scorers in the league with 51. Arsenal have only scored 32 goals, but have conceded 23 which is almost half of what Man City uh, have uh, have conceded. It's almost impossible for me to see Arsenal winning this match or a draw. I have to take Man City. And interestingly enough, it's Arsenal's improvement at home that has resulted in a much closer set of odds on this than you may have predicted. So right now, you want to take Man City at the Emirates. You can get minus 190 for Man City. Folks, that in some respects, is the value bet here of the weekend. I'm going to take Man City with a scoreline of 3-0 against Arsenal at the Emirates. That's my pick. Next up, by the way, Leicester Norwich was postponed because of COVID-19, which is unfortunate. Because Norwich, both Leicester and Norwich, desperately want points. Vicarage Road, Watford-Tottenham. I mean, Watford are a total disaster at this point, which is a shame because they've had a good few seasons in the Premier League where they've actually been decent, but they've lost five in a row. Their last win was that crazy 4-1 victory against United. They beat Everton, they beat Norwich, and they beat Villa. The problem is, all the other matches have been losses with the exception of the one draw they've had all season, which was against Newcastle United. And they're coming up against a Tottenham Hotspur team that has certainly righted the ship. They haven't lost since the 30th of October when they lost 3-0 at home to United. And that was a rough couple of weeks. They're coming off a 1-1 at St. Mary's against Southampton. Uh, I think Tottenham Hotspur are flying high right now. Um, now, Watford can score a goal here and there, for sure. But I think this club, despite having Claudio Ranieri at the helm, has all sorts of problems top to bottom, and I can't see them getting sorted any time soon. Um If you watch the match with Tottenham against Southampton, Southampton were down to 10 men through large portions of that game, and and Tottenham couldn't break them down. There is a difference, though. When you go down a man, you generally pack people behind the ball. Watford like to think they can score. Defensively, this team, Watford, is not good at all. Okay, They've conceded 35 goals on the season. The single worst defensive record outside of Newcastle and Norwich. Oh, excuse me. Leeds have conceded one more. Sorry, guys, you're correct. 
So they know they can't keep Tottenham out, so they're going to have to score. It means it's going to be a bit more of a wide-open game. Uh, there's no way Tottenham are losing this one. Minus 160, another good value. I'm taking Tottenham. I'm taking a scoreline of 2-1. Uh, let's move along. Crystal Palace, shall we? Um, West Ham United. This is at Selhurst Park. Um, they both won last outing. Uh, West Ham... Um, you know, they, they've had a good start to the season. Then they had that really sort of awkward patch with losses against Wolves, losses against City, and that draw against Brighton. Uh, they've also lost uh, against Arsenal, and they've lost against Southampton. They're looking a little tired, to be honest with you. Crystal Palace, on the other hand, are looking extremely unreliable. <laughs> I use that word. I mean, this is a team... That's just all over the place. I mean, they had that great run from the end of September to uh, the end of November. They had that great two months where they went unbeaten. But since that time, they've lost four, won two, and drawn one. They're coming off a uh, that winter Norwich, but again, this is Norwich, not West Ham United. I'm actually going to take, I, I, th- I think I might take a draw here. I'm going to take a 1-1 draw, and right now it's plus 245. Nice odds right there. Next up, Brentford versus Aston Villa. Uh, this one is away for Villa, so I'm going to take them to win. I like Brentford, by the way. I mean, they they certainly uh, lost to City, but on only 1-0 is, is definitely a, a surprise, right? Defensively, this team isn't all that bad, and they're scoring goals at 21. But Aston Villa, on the other hand, Villa, for me, are an away specialist. This, to me, speaks right up their alley. Uh, you know, look, they they beat Norwich away. Uh, they did lose only 1-0 to Liverpool away. Um, and uh, I, I like Villa. I'm going to take Villa away plus 135 for me. I'm going to say this is going to be a 1-0 scoreline on this one. Uh, Everton, Brighton. Um, and it's tough. You know, God knows what's going on with Everton because they've had their last three matches postponed. The last match they played was the 16th of December. So it's been two weeks since they've actually played a match. Um, This is a match they need. They've only played 17 matches. So they've got three games on hand against top of the table Man City. So it's not quite as dire for Everton as it would seem with them being in 15th spot. This is a good opportunity for them to beat a Brighton team coming off that draw against Chelsea uh, and the loss against Wolves. They've had one win in the last five. You know, Brighton are looking a little questionable for me, too, out there. Um, This is a match the home fans are going to be really looking forward to at Goodison. Uh, I think they're going to think that they can get points. Um, I am going to probably lean towards, as they're so close, plus 180 for Everton, plus 170 for Brighton. Again, all odds good as the betonline.ag. I'm going to take a draw here, plus 230, and I'm going to say a 1-1. Leeds Burnley. Well, you know, both of these teams desperately need this. And this is at Ellen Road. And I am actually going to take a draw on this one. I'm going to take another draw. I'm going to take a 2-2 draw, Leeds Burnley. Let's move along to the big match. Chelsea-Liverpool. And, um, you know, the the loss against Leicester-Liverpool weren't great. They, They weren't terrible. They just weren't kind of clicking properly. Um, they have dug down, got the points when they need to, but this is Chelsea. And Chelsea are going to play Liverpool now. Man City is the next match for them. 
They really, really need to win. Typically, on a match like this, I would choose a draw because generally these big matches degenerate into a draw. But I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm a Liverpool supporter. I'm going to let a little bit of my um, of my uh, home passion show through here and also say that I think Liverpool have been misfiring of late, but I think the cylinders all fire this match. I'm going to say 3-2 Liverpool over Chelsea plus 145. Folks, that is my big, naughty, dangerous, out-there pick for the weekend because I think a draw would be what most people would say. And the final game <clears throat> is Manchester United Wolves. And I just wonder how much the sort of noise around uh, Cristiano Ronaldo saying he wants to go back to Juve and this, that, and the other. Um, I'm just wondering how much of that is actually going to affect United. Ralph Ragnick is certainly whipping the team into some sort of shape. But having said that, they were absolutely uh, just awful um, when they played Newcastle for 1-1. They were better against Burnley at Old Trafford. This is at Old Trafford. By the way, Newcastle was away. I am tempt- I- I'm going to have to take Manchester United. Uh, Wolves aren't scoring all that many goals, which is an understatement. In fact, they've only scored 13 on the season. Uh, just to give you an idea... That is the worst scoring record, the worst offensive record in the league outside of Norwich. And they're coming up against a Manchester United team that uh, you know has the ability to score goals, right? I mean, they've scored 30. So at this point, my pick has to be United, minus 175. Folks, that is an insane value. We've got some insane values at betonline.ag. Man City, minus 190, you have to take that. Tottenham over Watford, minus 160. You have to take that. It's crazy. Man United at Old Trafford against Wolves. You have to take plus 175. And the under, by the way, under 2.5 is minus 115. So there are my picks. When we come back after the break, I'm going to wrap it up and, you know, Send you on your way to have a wonderful New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, celebration, watch the great football. Uh, I'll be right back after this. This is World Soccer Radio. All right, a little sex and drugs and rock and roll. Hopefully, we'll be getting back to that in 2022. Look, not much time left on these, the final show of 2021. I want to be sure to recap all my picks for you for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday so that you can be ready to go. But I, for that, I just want to thank the fine folks at the Believe Podcast Network, BLEAV. That's a podcast network that takes care of the World Soccer Radio podcast. You can find us on Spotify. Uh, Google Podcasts, iTunes, uh, you, you name it, and, uh, I'm with that. Just search World Soccer Radio. Also want to thank Sirius XM, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, American Forces Network, iHeartRadio TuneIn for airing this show. It is a pleasure and a privilege to be with you and hope you will make me a regular part of your 2022. Find me on Twitter at Nikiba, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Here are my picks for the weekend. 
all odds courtesy of betonline.ag. At the Emirates, Arsenal, Man City, I'm saying take Man City at minus 190, minus 190. Watford, Tottenham at Vicarage Road, take Tottenham, minus 160. Uh, Selhurst Park, Crystal Palace will face West Ham United, take a draw at plus 245. Brentford, Aston Villa, take Villa, plus 135. Goodison Park, Everton will host Brighton, take a draw at plus 230. Ellen Road, another draw, as Leeds will host Burnley, plus 255. The biggest match of the weekend, um, this is my high flyer, take Liverpool, plus 145 at Stamford Bridge against Chelsea. Understand, though, I'm a huge Liverpool fan, so, you know, I'm going to put a little asterisk around that one. And Man United Wolves at Old Trafford take Manchester United, minus 175, folks. Have a wonderful, safe, and enjoyable New Year's Eve. I hope you have a wonderful, safe, healthy, and prosperous 2022. I hope you will join me every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time, then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday throughout 2022. Have a wonderful New Year, and thank you for making a decent 2021. Cheers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.